I realize now that that felt like a lot of buildup. And now that I've uh, actually said it out loud, it seems pretty underwhelming. You're listening to Path of the Jedi with your host, Ronnie Cruz. All right, welcome to Path of the Jedi, the podcast where Star Wars meets personal development. My name is Ronnie Cruz, your host for this stormy adventure. (laughs) Well, not in a bad way. Uh, Stormy because it's actually really stormy. It's been stormy for the last couple of days out here. So um, yeah, well, if you hear rain and or thunder, there's quite a bit of thunder today uh, in the background. I apologize. I will not be able to edit that out. Uh, so I'll do my best to pause and wait, but you know, the show must go on either way. Actually, I guess I can say stormy because I'm experiencing a maelstrom of emotions right now, primarily, uh, FOMO, uh, fear of missing out because Star Wars celebration is this weekend and I am not going to be there. Now, some of you might be saying, Ronnie, this is the biggest Star Wars event. Why aren't you going? And I get it, guys. Believe me. Believe me. Nobody is more disappointed that I'm not going to Star Wars Celebration than I am. Um, I was actually uh, originally slated to go, but some things came up and I'm not going to be able to make it. And I'm, yeah, I'm definitely bummed out, guys. This would have been my fifth celebration. And given that it was, uh, had been pushed back for two years now, I was really, really excited to go on top of the fact that I was actually, now that I have the uh, podcast, now that that we have Path of the Jedi, I was going to try to get a media pass so that I could experience the celebration, Star Wars celebration from a new perspective, right? But again, some things came up and, you know, it just wasn't in the cards for me this year. So I'm just going to have to live vicariously through all of you who are going to be there. So please have a great time. Take lots of photos. There will be a lot to see, especially for those of you who are going for the first time. Really, really soak it in. Um, Enjoy celebration for what it really is. And that is to celebrate, celebrate this love that you have for Star Wars. That said, even though I'm not going to be there this weekend, I wanted to commemorate Star Wars Celebration by sharing with you guys today some of my favorite experiences from the past celebrations that I attended. Now, of course, that doesn't mean like these are the only things or this is the, you know, definitive list of my favorite experiences. Obviously, there's an infinite number of things to love about Star Wars celebrations. I chose these specific uh, experiences for today uh, because I wanted to tie a lesson, a takeaway um, to each one of these things and, of course, then share them with you. So let's just dive right into it. Coming in at number five, and well, actually, before I go on, uh, well, before I actually even get started, (laughs) I want to let you guys know that this number system, you know, one through five or five through one means absolutely nothing, right? There's no kind of good, better, best situation. There's not, it doesn't go from like my least favorite to my most favorite. Um, The numbering is completely meaningless. Um, It's just there for convenience sake and, and to make things easier to talk about. So number five, of experiences that I absolutely love from Star Wars Celebration actually comes from the 2019 Chicago Celebration, and that is getting my book signed by the authors. Okay, so I I realize now that that felt like a lot of buildup, and now that I've actually said it out loud, it's 
seems pretty underwhelming, but you got to understand, I, I like this sticks out of my head as one of the favorite things I've gotten to do at Star Wars Celebration. So to give it some context, um, I think earlier that year, 2019, or maybe towards the, the end of 2018, I decided to start reading the uh, canonical books, the, the post-Disney books in timeline order. And so I had, I had already read like two or three of the books leading up to Star Wars Celebration. And you know, I was so inspired by these books that that in in March of that year I started writing fan fiction, and I hadn't written since college, right? Like I, I you know, most of the stuff that I write today is is like nonfiction, blog posts, articles, things like that, you know. Um, but like uh, getting back into fiction was really, really incredibly satisfying, and so to be able to get more Star Wars books, number one, that's already amazing, right? More Star Wars is always a plus. But then to also have those books signed and autographed by the authors like i found that incredible i had such a good time even though we were waiting in line for you know a couple hours what like but that, none of that mattered to me um because I, I was just so ecstatic to be there right i was so ecstatic to get these books and to have them signed by the authors and and mind you i was never an autograph type of person anyways like i i, I autographs is just not was just not my thing until then I think I went home with like five or six books, all signed and autographed. I got E.K. Johnston, I got Delilah Dawson, Claudia Gray, and I got like two or three signed by Timothy Zahn. I mean, it was, a, it was an amazing experience. I, I think I just found it so energizing and inspiring to be that close to the source, right? In fact, the author's panels were some of the panels that I was really most excited for. Now, the bummer part of the story is I actually missed them. I missed them. And and it was, you know, through no fault of my own. I didn't like oversleep or anything. Uh, I, I misread the map. Well, I guess that is my fault. But like the map was confusing. The Chicago uh, uh, Convention Center is awesome. It's beautiful. But like the map, the way it was laid out, I, I just, I guess I, I'm not good at reading maps. Um, I ended up going to the wrong room and... By the time I realized it, the author's um, uh, panel room had already filled up. They had already closed it, and they didn't let me in. So, um, you know, that was out the window. But the silver lining is I was able to watch the panel online on YouTube after the fact. And, and you know, that, that was a great experience, right? To be able to hear from these um, authors, these renowned authors, um, these very incredible successful authors who have created and, and written some of my most recent favorite works, right? I mean, to this day, I'm still reading Star Wars. I haven't gone a period without having a Star Wars book in my hand. I'm currently, as of this recording, reading Claudia Gray's Fallen Star from the High Republic series, which, by the way, is phenomenal. Hello, if you guys haven't read this series, if you're if you know if you're a nerd like me, if you're a geek like me, um, get into this series. It's really great stuff. My point is, I have this newfound thirst for consuming and creating fiction, and it was all because of Star Wars, and and then being exposed to these authors, right, and listening to their panels after the fact, and learning, you know, their creative process. Like some of them like to outline their stories before writing; others just like to sit down and write. Um, hearing even tips on how to become a professional author, a professional writer, things like that like i was absolutely fascinated and immersed myself in this that year in uh, in in uh, chicago
So my takeaway for this particular example is if there's something that inspires you, if there's something that really, really moves you or interests you, go learn about it, right? Go immerse yourself in it. Go explore it. And it doesn't even have to be driven and motivated by anything like profit or production, even though all that stuff is good. It's also okay to dive into something just for the love of it. So if there's a passion that you have that you've been holding on to that's just waiting to burst out, go after it, go learn about it, go immerse yourself in it, and then go do it. You don't have to justify it to anybody else except you. Hello, what have we here? Okay, number four. Now, number four thematically ties a little bit in with number five in terms of like exploration and learning. Um, this particular experience was back in 2015 in Anaheim. My friend Jason and I were there and we had gone into or gotten in line for the EA um, games, the EA games booth. Well, it wasn't really a booth actually. For those of you guys who were there, you might remember it was, it was pretty much a mini theater. It was like hooked up with the best sound system, like state-of-the-art sound system you go in this thing and they played the preview for battlefront now i'm not a gamer by any stretch of the imagination it's just not my thing i do play video games occasionally but um not a not a gamer in that sense right um uh, however <laughs> after seeing this preview and 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 of course it's star wars right so i'm already in love with star wars and then after seeing this preview hearing it in this like state of the art surround sound facility uh, i i was hooked i was immediately hooked i i, I went home when i got home from uh, the celebration i immediately purchased the pre-ordered the game and i didn't even have the game system right so i pre-ordered this this playstation 4 game without having a playstation 4 so i had to buy the playstation afterwards but you know i got really into that game and it opened up a whole different avenue for me for star wars in gaming right in gaming since then, I've gotten the second Battlefront, and then after that, Fallen Order, the Jedi Fallen Order, all games that I absolutely loved. Um, and it was all because of exploring that EA Games booth at the uh, celebration. Now, I'm still in no way, shape, or form a gamer. Like, I don't I don't play games like that. Um, but for Star Wars, yeah, I'll get a Star Wars game, no problem. In fact, I'm actually due to get the new Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Everybody's been raving about it. I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> but, uh, but that's next in line, right? I'm going to start playing games again, and I can trace it all back to that EA booth at Celebration Anaheim. Another thing that I wasn't really into prior to being exposed to it at Star Wars Celebration is podcasting. Like I had never listened to podcasts. Uh, you know, I, I was not interested in that. I, I you know, listen to audiobooks all the time, but podcasts was really, um, I, I found no interest in it whatsoever uh, until, um, as I mentioned earlier in 2019 in Chicago, when I accidentally went into the wrong room looking for the author's panel. Um, the room I did end up going into was a podcast podcasting room. And there was a podcast being recorded there at the time live. Um, and so that got me really curious about podcasting. And so coming out of that weekend, um, not only did I subscribe and started listening to the podcast that was in the room at the time, but I searched out more Star Wars podcasts and come to find out there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. And of course, one thing leads to another fast forward to September of last year when Path of the Jedi was born. So here I am um, going 
from never having listened to a podcast before to hosting my own podcast, all as a result of being exposed to it at Star Wars Celebration. So the takeaway for number four is go explore, go try new things, go expose yourself to new ideas and, and broaden your horizons. And it's not like you're going to fall in love with every new thing that you try. And that's not the point. Like I said earlier, I'm not really a gamer. The only reason I play those games is because they're Star Wars games, right? So so falling in love with these things isn't necessarily the point. But my point is, you will never know unless you try them. And what you're ultimately doing when you do this is that you're learning more about yourself. Classified, really. All right. So before we go on to number three, here's a quick message. Have you been looking to make some health changes? Maybe the results from your last doctor's appointment weren't as good as they could have been? Have you been trying to shed those few extra stubborn pounds but nothing you've tried has worked? Then maybe the Yoli 28 Day Transformation Kit is exactly what you have been waiting for. Whether your goal is to lose weight, build lean muscle, have more energy throughout the day, or optimize your overall health, the Yoli Transformation Kit is designed for you. People have lost up to seven pounds or more in just their first seven days on the system. Full disclosure, I am 115 pounds soaking wet and I use the transformation kit. And at 46, I'm in the best health and best shape of my life. The tea kit, as we call it, is $300 US plus tax and shipping. But from now until the end of the month, I have a limited time promo code where you can get it for half the price. And for those of you who are a little bit more enterprising, just add the cost of the membership fee and you're off to the races with your very own Yoli business. You simply cannot beat this low entry point for a business with an unlimited potential upside. For more information, go to yoli.com slash Ronnie Cruz. Again, that's yoli, Y-O-L-I dot com slash Ronnie Cruz, R-O-N-N-I-E-C-R-U-Z. Or better yet, click on the link in the show notes of this episode and it'll take you directly to the Transformation Kit page. One last thing, when you're ready to get started on your own 28-day Transformation Kit, you're going to have to message me directly so that I can give you the half-off promo code. Yoli has only given me a limited number of these promo codes, so I'm only looking for people who are ready and serious about taking control of their health. The offer expires at the end of the month, so act now. All right, so number three of my favorite experiences from Star Wars Celebration is meeting my fellow geeks, right? Meeting my fellow geeks. I mean, come on, guys. What could be better than tens of thousands of us converging in one location for three or four days over our common love for Star Wars? Now, I've met some incredible people at the past celebrations that I've attended, but especially in 2019, um, since I was there alone, I, I went by myself. And so, like, I, I, I was so at ease, which is not normal for me, guys, mind you. I, again, I, I'm a hermit. For those of you guys who are familiar with the show, you know that I live in the middle of nowhere and I keep to myself. And going into a situation like that, where it's, uh, you know, again, tens of thousands of strangers, normally would be pretty challenging for me, but I felt pretty at ease to the point where like talking and having conversations with complete strangers was not a problem. I, I connected with so many people in 2019 that I still speak with and, and, and chat with today. 
people from all over the world, as a matter of fact. And on top of that, I was able to connect with them on on different levels as far as um, the fandom goes, right? Of course, we have this unifying love for Star Wars, but like the individuals all had kind of unique loves. You know, some people love the, the animated series. Of course, there's the movies, and then there's the video games, and then there's cosplay. Um, you know, like there's all kinds of things. So not only did we share a love for Star Wars, but I also got to learn about some Star Wars that I had no idea about, right? The literature, the 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 fiction, like the fan fiction, like different places where fan fiction gets gets read and consumed, like all this kind of stuff. Um, and it was all because, um, again, it was it's a safe place to be with your fellow geeks. We talked about this uh, last week, actually, on last week's episode. You know, there really is something to be said about connection and community, and and to be in this amazing environment where I could wave my Star Wars geekdom flag openly and freely, uh, without repercussion, without judgment, in a safe environment, and that lead to even more interaction and connection. Um, it, it's an incredible feeling, right? It's an incredible feeling that that it's hard to replicate. I don't know that I've experienced anything like that outside of Star Wars Celebration. So that's definitely one of my most favorite things about attending these things. Um, so the takeaway is, yeah, well, it's all about community and connection, right? Find your tribe, find your chosen family in a world that can definitely feel like more and more it's trying to box you in with label after label after label. It's so important to find a group of people with whom you can be your most authentic self. Your antenna's bent. Okay, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty with number two of my favorite things, favorite experiences from Star Wars Celebration. And so number two is the creators panels. And and when I say creators panels, I mean like the producers, the directors, the, the writers, composers, actors of, of all things Star Wars, right? And predominantly, uh, of course, the films and, and the shows, because that's what, um, those were the focuses uh, back in 2019. Now, beyond the obvious excitement of like the snake peaks and, you know, the discussions they have about behind the scenes and the production process and, of course, being in the same room with Daisy Ridley, um, I, I wanted to bring this up because these creators take such incredible risks doing what they do to bring Star Wars to life. Here is a universe that is beloved by millions upon millions of people the world over, spanning multiple generations, and they've been charged with keeping that legacy going for better or for worse. These individuals do this with full knowledge that no matter what they produce, no matter what they put out, there will inevitably be people out there that will absolutely hate it. To create something and then to put it out there for the world to judge is a position of tremendous, tremendous vulnerability. And I would wager to say that they're willing to put themselves in that position because they love Star Wars as much as we do. Vulnerability isn't a bad thing. Their willingness to take risks and be vulnerable has given us exactly the thing that we celebrate on these weekends. So the takeaway for this one is take risks, embrace your vulnerability, because it's within your vulnerability that you're actually allowing yourself to be your more authentic self. And as an extension, you're allowing others to see your more authentic self. 
And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter how anybody else judges you. There are so many people in the world that love you for who you are that you don't have to convince the ones that don't. Where do you come from? Okay, so that leads us to our final favorite experience from Star Wars Celebration, and that is the cosplay. That's right, the cosplay. Now, okay, so I don't cosplay at all, at all. It's not my thing, but I have a tremendous respect and admiration for people who do. At Star Wars Celebration, I have seen some of the most incredible cosplays and makeups that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I'm talking like... and. and and it's progressively gotten better over the years too, right? Like from 2012, the first one I went to, um, fast forward to 2019, um, there are costumes, like the quality of costumes and, and makeups and, and things like that, like you would not believe, like this stuff could literally pass for Hollywood quality, like for movie quality, for in front of camera quality. Um, and it's so it's just so amazing the time and effort that that people put into this. And, and I commend them. Like, again, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely have the utmost respect for any individual, no matter how new or how long they've been doing uh, cosplay, no matter what level they are, no matter how they participate. It's such, I think, a, an, an amazing culture because again, it ties in with everything that we've been talking about, right? Like it, it, it really, it, it's an expression of the individual. People allow themselves to be unapologetically them when they are in this costume, which sounds antithetical, right? Like it sounds a little um, uh, contradictory because like you're hiding in a costume, you're in a mask, it's not really you. But I think in doing so in this context, you're really showing the real you. You're showing at least a part of you that you love. You're being open and 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 again unapologetic about this passion that you have and you're sharing it with everybody else at Celebration. It's an absolutely beautiful form of self-expression that, again, encompasses everything that we talked about today and embodies everything that Star Wars Celebration is all about and more. Exploration and immersion, exposure to new horizons, fellowship and a community where it's safe to take risks and, and be vulnerable so that we can all be unapologetically ourselves. And that's it. Star Wars Celebration is as much a celebration of Star Wars as it is of you. All right, well, that is going to do it for today's episode, Star Wars Celebration. There you have it. Um, well, <laughs> now that I've recorded this episode, I miss it even more. I miss it even more. Um, I have more FOMO now than when I first started recording. But anyways, that's whatever. You guys out there, have a great time. Enjoy yourself. Soak it all in. Squeeze in as many experiences as you can. And for the things that you don't happen to catch, you can look forward to at the next celebration and that leads perfectly to our shout out this week all right so this week's shout out goes to all the amazing people that make celebration possible and i'm talking top to bottom you guys know that this is a massive massive production right like you know the coordinators the, pro the producers um uh, from the stages and and the panels and and you know the 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 convention center employees like there's so many moving pieces to this thing um that i want to make sure that everybody who's involved 
with making this thing happen, that, that, that I take the time to recognize and show my appreciation for all your hard work, all your effort. I know this ta has taken months and months of planning and coordinating um, and, and logistics and all that stuff, all to make it an amazing, magical weekend for us Star Wars geeks, right? For us Star Wars geeks. So, um, you know, thank you so much to anybody who's involved with making Star Wars Celebration happen this weekend and for the future Star Wars celebrations. I appreciate you. I thank you um, for giving us this and I will make sure I will do my damnedest to catch you on the next one. But until then, guys, for any everybody that's involved in creating Star Wars Celebration and for making it happen, this shout out goes to you. All right, so that is going to do it for today's episode. Remember, if you're not already subscribed, subscribe to the show. Um, don't forget to rate and review if you have time. Um, uh, also, hit me up on Twitter and Facebook. You can connect with us there, Twitter and Facebook. It's both at P-O-T-J podcast. And if you have anything to say, if you want to reach out to me, um, you can reach me at info at pathofthejedi.com. Send me an email with whatever you want to talk about in the subject heading. And, and uh, yeah, well, we'll chat about it. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you next week. If I don't hear from you until then, everybody, please be well, be safe. And as always, may the force be with you. This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company nor Lucasfilm Limited and is intended for entertainment, educational and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names and sounds and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is intellectual property of Path of the Jedi unless otherwise indicated. Thank you.